Hey folks, welcome back to the Daily Anime Podcast. It's me, Jefferson, and today we're going to return with our Legend of the Galactic Heroes series. Um, we're going to discuss episode 19, Yang's Fleet Moves Out. So, a short summary of the episode is that it's an Alliance episode where we see Reinhardt's operation to split the Alliance in order to contain any potential military operations um, that it could potentially carry out uh, within the Empire while he's attempting to consolidate power so that he doesn't have to fear losing any territories or any major attacks on behalf of the Rebels or the Alliance. And we see Yang Winley respond and prepare for the upcoming battle. Now, on to the longer summary the episode opens with Commodore Fork, who has been on sick leave, attempting an assassination on Joint Operations HQ Admiral Kubersley, while his co-conspirators start military rebellions on various planets to overthrow the Alliance government. Now, it is ironic that it is Fork uh, who is basically spearheading this coup d'etat on Planet Hynason. Because if you remember, he was the one who carried out that terrible military operation to try and invade the, like, empire. And obviously, him opposing the government that authorized his terrible invasion um, is interesting. Because Fork is in some ways an opportunist, and it was political opportunism, i.e. people wanting to be re-elected into office that led to his failed operation. So there is an element of, I guess you could say, justice or a weird inversion of justice uh, in this image of Fork doing all this. Now, the conspirators call themselves the Free Planet Alliance National Salvation Council, um, military council or whatever. And as they take over, and as all these other rebellions are splurting up on, like, four other planets, they announce what is essentially just a military dictatorship. They're gonna replace the government, regulate the press, purge anti-war folks from government, and basically punish anyone who's anti-war, and abolish welfare, because it leads to decadence. Yang Winley compares them to Rudolph, and if you don't remember who Rudolph is, he is basically this universe's Adolf Hitler. And um Young refuses this and um prepares to establish, you know, his own fleet to recapture Heineson and restabilize and basically, you know, reinstate the government. Now, Yang Winley is obviously contradicting himself because he hates the government. And the government is also pretty fascist. But that just kind of shows that the political situation within the alliance is actually fairly unstable anyways. Um, and yeah, they let out and the coup people set up their own fleet to go intercept Yang. Um, and that's basically the episode. Now, there are a couple of key character moments. And the first that I want to make note of is um, when they discover that it was actually Yang's adjutant. I don't really know what adjutant means other than, like, secretary. But um, but it is his adjutant's father, um, Admiral Greenhill, who is behind, like, the main coup. Um, as Frederica, his um, adjutant, goes to him and is basically going to be like, all right, 
I accept, I'm going to resign. Yang says, nope, you can stay on if you want. Why? Because she's competent and basically because he still trusts her. And they are basically completely setting it up that she is going to be like a potential bride for Yang. Um, Admiral Kazanu, who arrives on Ezerlone and basically is going to man the helm while Yang is out on his military excursions to restabilize the alliance, um, is basically just sort of like, hey man, you need to go and get married. You were pretty useless until you had your, you know, adopted son come and be the woman of the house and take care of you and all that. And yeah, that's just like a cute little character moment where we see them bond and Yang just being Yang, recognizing um, competency and recognizing, you know, just trust. Um, And the other moment is when Walter Shinkop uh, you know, the Rose Knights man confronts him and says, hey, you know, why don't you just take advantage of this political turmoil and just become a dictator? Yang refuses naturally because he doesn't seek power. Um, and Shinkop, it's really interesting because he always seems to be testing him to see if he's as corrupt as the other folks he saw, just like trying to seek power. And in some senses, it's kind of devilish because you don't know if Shinkop himself wants power or if he's just testing out Yang to just try and see if he has to just off this dude. Because we know that Shinkop has a history of just like fighting and rebelling and even like killing other people. So um, it's not beyond him to just kill Yang Winley if he senses that Yang Winley is evil too. But um, Yang doesn't have any of that because he doesn't seek power. You know, he's the lovable anarchist slacker who somehow managed to hold military power and yeah um there's not too much else to say other than it's kind of cool watching yang um just being like all right here's the situation here's how we can take advantage and here's how we can come out on top and um it really reminds me of what uh kirchheis or Kierheis, whatever you say his name, was saying in episode 17, is like, man, I haven't seen a much more formidable, fearsome opponents. Um, and yeah, here's this soft-spoken little historian man um, is doing his thing. And yeah, that's the episode. And that's that page of history. And that's the setup for the upcoming big battle in the next couple episodes. Anyways, that's been all for episode 19, and that is Yang's fleet moving out. Um, If you like this episode, you know, check us out. Um, Shoot some comments our way at the website, dailyanimepodcast.com. Shoot me an email, dailyanimepodcast at gmail.com. Shoot us a tweet at dailyanimepod. That's all I really got to say for this episode. Hope you tune in next time, and I hope you have a wonderful day.